Welcome to Add to Cart, the show where we celebrate creativity and commerce. On this season, we are inviting guests who are experts in e-commerce from alternative vantage points, and today's guest is no exception. If you have shopped for a home, you have probably looked on Zillow, on Redfin, and browsed the listings. Those listings have many photos that stage the home in ways that should be, hopefully, appealing to you as a consumer. As buying a home becomes more and more of an online experience, today's guests and their company, Guest House, are essential to that shopping experience. So, welcome to the show, Alex Ryden. Thanks for having me. So I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here because Guest House is making the experience of buying a home visually stunning and extremely interesting and experiential for both buyers and sellers. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we like to say we're the easy button for home staging and furnishing, and the net result of that is some pretty fun and uh, beautiful content that inspires hopefully your next home shopping journey. So the guest house journey really starts with an agent who says, I want to stage this beautiful home and I'm going to use guest house to stage it. Mm -hmm. Your designers come in, they make it look amazing. What are some of the things that your designers are hoping to achieve when they go into a space and make it a guest house experience? You know, the first thing that we're really focused on is just making that space very appealing to the buyer and, and like, to do that, we want to maximize kind of the flow of the space to show that it, it can be lived in really well and it's not cluttered and depersonalizing it. Um, so removing photos and just making it this really, you know, breath of fresh air where you walk in and it's easy to navigate. We're also brightening it, right, where we're, you know, bringing in some pops of color and some really um, beautiful products to help it stand out with, within the wild world of, of Zillow and make those images pop. And then I think the, the next level after we kind of size it up and know exactly the plan of attack for the products that we're going to put inside, we start to think about, okay, who is the buyer of this home? And this is something we're getting more excited about as more brand partners are coming on. You know, at this price point, it's most likely this type of consumer, which would match with these types of brands. Let's pair that into that home. And so we want to start to just build that connection layer with the brands, the magazines, the candles, the things that we're putting in the home. So someone starts to really... Uh, build a relationship with that property on, on an emotional level. Yeah, I love that. So then the buyer sees amazing photos on their online listing. Yep. Those amazing photos get them intrigued. This yep. house looks great. I want to I want to check this one out. They then go to that space and yes, they're going to see that your designers have done an amazing job with the selection and curation of items. But they're also going to be able to interact with these items. So tell us a little about the actual signage yep. in the spaces that are shoppable. Yeah, so our number one job at the end of the day, because it's our core customer, is to sell the home, right? That's that's priority number one. So we, we don't put price tags on the furniture, we don't make it this big focus, but with the purchase of a home always comes the, the need to furnish it. So we do have uh, kind of always on signage that's persistent in the kitchens and, and sometimes dining rooms where, um, or next to a key partner product like a mattress. So we start to advertise the brand there. Um, where they go to learn more is they can scan a QR code or they can, we're also testing Texas number to learn more about it. Using the home as a constant testing ground for what messages work, what people are really wanting to interact with and what products work, what products do people like, and then providing that feedback back to the, the brand partners themselves. And then I decide to buy this house. Yep. I can get an online registry of everything that was in the home. How does that work for me? Yeah, so we built a platform that not only allows us to plan homes faster than any other stager, but it automatically creates a, a storefront inside the home the moment it's planned. So all the products that have been dragged from our inventory into that home, 
are in turn part of that storefront and it's created in real time. So the moment the furniture gets delivered, it's a store, you can scan this QR code and then you can see, you know, living room, all the thumbnails of the product, click in a la carte or add all to, to, to cart at once. Um, and then, you know, pick and choose what you want to, to keep in the home. But in theory, I could see a listing, yep. love the pictures, go to the house, yep. love how it feels and looks, close on the house and buy everything in it from you and then move in and my house is exactly the way I saw it online. Totally. You know, you can start working from home day one, right? You can host a dinner party weekend one. You can have your in-laws, uh, if you want them, to come stay <laughs> month one, right? And these are all things that as consumers, a lot of times we're forced to delay or wait on because of furniture supply chain and the time it takes to design a space mm. or the time it takes to just move your old possessions over to the new space. Right. We want to speed that up. I mean, it's such a big moment when you take possession of a new property and you get those keys and you walk in. I remember going through that with our first home and it was like walking up and just opening them like, this is mine, this is my doorknob, this is like all my mm -hmm. stuff, right? And you open it and it's like bare and there's like cobwebs. I'm like, I just spent so much money on and this place, right? it's echoing like crazy. And it's <laughs> echoing like crazy. Like it's just this, this almost this anticlimactic moment where you like go in and it's just so far away from that Pinterest mood board that you've been mm. obsessing over for months. Yeah. Uh, we want to shorten the gap between that Pinterest mood board and, and when you walk into the space in real life. So let's talk about the insight that led to Guest House because yeah. I think it's a really interesting one. You were an e-commerce founder. Yep. You had a bag brand called Age Carriers. You were making leather goods in America and you decided to do a pop-up shop in your own house. And what happened? We had started the business thinking, hey, we're going to sell direct to consumer. We really want to focus on having a really fair price point. But, you know, I was 21 at the time learning about margins and all these things. I didn't go to business school. So like the importance of being able to build something that would be profitable eventually. We were dabbling a little in wholesale and trying to figure out, okay, let's get into some like key retailers. And, and then we were just realizing we were giving up 50% of the margin to like go do that. So we just started thinking, how do we sell more ourselves? How do we have still some physical retail component? And we started to do some uh, of the, you know, pop-ups here, like the Denver Flea and those different markets. And we would sell a lot there. Like once people could see it and touch it and, and experience it in real life, they were purchasing. So we're like, oh, we need to do more of this. Let's find some retail space. And we couldn't find anything that we loved or could afford at the time. But I found out the house that I purchased was uh, zoned for mixed use. So mm -hmm. it used to be an attorney's office and just decided to sell the bags out of it. And then pretty soon agents would come in and see some of the furniture and they asked, hey, what, why don't you do this in our homes? And we'd pay you to do it. It's called staging. I said, yeah, let's try it out. And um, a few years later, we're here. <laughs> Someone wants to sell their house, they hire guest house or the age, their agent hires guest house to stage the home, make it look a certain way. Why is staging so important? In our world, the way we see it, staging is helping sell homes up to 25% above asking and 40% faster. So when you think of the average American, most of our net worth is tied up into our home if we own one. And so it's very important to maximize that asset on the market. Um, and so we, we sit at this interesting intersection. There's some options out there like virtual staging that are starting to gain popularity. We have that integrated and, and can offer that um, through some partnerships. But really the, the job of staging isn't just at the photo level of inspiring you to take a look. It actually is uh, very critical to the closing of the, of the sale itself. So you're inside the home and you're sitting and you can touch and feel and um, you're, you're really excited about the environment and hopefully make a good decision as a result. Why is it that you're so bullish on the power of the real physical item in a room and the ability for us to see it, touch it, feel it? Yeah, I mean, I think 
for more or less generative AI is, is in the staging world already, like through virtual staging. It's been something that's been building in popularity over time. And I, I think it solves a very specific need, which is just get people interested in that listing and book a, an appointment. Staging, physical staging, is arguably the most important piece in the puzzle because going to the home and you show up and it's totally empty and your voice is echoing, you're gonna have, you're not gonna be able to reconcile, okay, well, I was inspired about this home. I saw something online, I thought I liked it, but now I don't. We're pulling that thread all the way through by having real photos of real furniture. And then you go there and it's actually there. You can sit on it, touch it, feel it, interact with it. The job of staging isn't just to get you to book the appointment, it's actually to purchase the home. And you're not going to do that if you can't sit somewhere and talk with the agent about it. Talk a little bit about how the brands see that opportunity. How do you work with these direct-to-consumer brands to give people that, that touch and feel moment? You know, my opinion is that, you know, for D2C brands, you know, sh physical showroom space or physical retail isn't critical, but it accelerates growth. Mm. I think it really complements your strategy. So we can help be a fractional showroom partner for lots of brands. We've grown to work now with baby brands. We work with uh, a lot of outdoor furniture brands and then starting to look at outside that, you know, what, what are other things that people want to see um, where they have the, the margins and the pricing of an online product, but the, the convenience of being able to go to that showroom and go see it. So talk to me a little bit about your decision early on to invest in photography and how it's been a leading indicator of whether or not a home is going to be successful. Yeah, so early on, we started to realize, okay, we're working with a lot of direct consumer brands, we're, we're, we're working with a lot of local makers. They all need content, and then the agent needs content too, so why don't we just photograph the home, and then it allows us to supplement our capital expenses on the furniture side and get that in trade for the content that the agent's already paying for. So mm -hmm. it's kind of this wonderful uh, you know, insight early on where a lot of people rely on beautiful home photos and listing photos. So why don't we just be the owners of that and, and kind of build our model around offering that as part of staging. You mentioned that you've been testing into SMS this year as a way to engage with customers. Talk a little bit about how you're doing that yep. and why you think it might be working. We did the QR codes and people were interacting with those and it's great. You know, we still have those in a lot of our homes as a way in because it's way easier than like looking at a URL and typing it in. But we've started to test uh, some signage that says text uh, this number, we'll send you a link to shop. And what we love about that is we're getting a higher engagement than I think people are a little QR'd out. I mean, that's just maybe me, but um, we're getting higher engagement because it's an interesting way to start um, interaction with a brand, I think. And then um, we're able to retarget them a lot easier, right? We have their phone number versus mm -hmm. we're on the site, but we don't know anything about you yet. And I think conversational shopping's fun. Like, I think it's cool to be able to like text and help people out and um, a lot of it's automated up front, but then our designers do get involved if people are showing a lot of intent there and, and they'll just fully hop on a video call with them if they want to help figure out the space as well. This term conversational shopping is so interesting. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like talking to the brand. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not this like one-way street where the, for so long the brand's always just been talking to you and mm -hmm. you never could speak back. You can't talk to a billboard or a print ad or a banner <laughs> ad, right? It'd be fun if you would, but yeah, okay. You're a crazy person. But now you can, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're kind of interacting and I think that brands have this amazing opportunity to build trust that way. The experience of building out that curated landing page, if you will, for shopping, what were some of the things that you were thinking about when you designed that experience? 
on, like on our website, yeah. how to interact with it. We, we want to be re relatively brandless because mm -hmm. the products and brands are so strong that we work with. We want those to come through. And I think the best marketplaces are brandless, right? Like if you think about, you know, Apple and how they're, you know, curating um, a lot of different apps in the app store and how the, they really make those stand out and Google. And so I think a visually we wanted to be, com you know, compelling in, in an interesting way to shop, but definitely not trying to upstage any, any mm -hmm. of the brands with the UI and UX. The, the job in our experience, the job of the website isn't to inspire. The home is supposed to inspire. The Instagram account supposed to inspire. The Pinterest account supposed to inspire. The job of the website is to convert. And I think if you bring too much inspiration into the site, sometimes that can get in the way of conversion. So what are some of the trends that you're seeing around cross-selling of products? What's some common purchase options that you've seen, or maybe cart combinations, if you will, that you've seen from shoppers who visit your website? You know, we see a lot of obviously room-based shopping, so uh, bundling based on the room. So office, bedroom, uh, dining room, you know, people will bundle a lot of decor, so they'll shop for decor and it'll be a mix of like blankets and they're doing a decor refresh. Spring's coming up and you can tell they want to like freshen the home up. So it's like candles, blankets, a little bit of, you know, artwork or something like that. Yeah. Well, what's one thing that you're really excited about with just this opportunity that you're building in the next year? We're having more brands than ever reaching out and saying, how do we get in these homes? We're looking for amazing opportunities to get in front of people in real life as well as expand. Uh, who we're reaching out to with you know different acquisition tactics and we think the home buyer is really interesting help us get in front of them um so we love that that's the goal at the end of the day right it's just like connect people connect home buyers with the right brands at the right time so they don't make you know any rust decisions like i have in the past where you're just like we need to fill this room and then you regret all the stuff you put into it a few months later so you know if we can help everyone have a beautiful home we're you know accomplishing our mission at the end of the day and I think hopefully this year's uh, gonna be a lot of that. Alex, people have so many things they can learn from you in this episode, so I wanna give them three things that they can check out. The first is going to be SMS shopping. Have shopping conversations with your customers. Don't just leave conversations for tech support or delivery support or problem support. Have those conversations early and often. Second, I wanna talk about the power of IRL experiences in real life. Sometimes you just wanna to touch, feel, experience a product, and it might help a shopper get over the finish line of purchasing the product. And the final thing I wanna mention is of course the power of exclusivity. Guesthouse has an amazing private marketplace where buyers can actually shop homes online afterwards in an exclusive experience that's special for them. Brands should be thinking about how to leverage that exclusivity, create that feeling of specialness for their shoppers. Anything else you'd add to this? Only other piece I'd add is the power of photography. I think Suna knows that more than anyone, but you know, content is king and we're excited to continue to be a partner just like Suna is to a lot of these amazing brands and, and realtors as, uh, as these markets grow. Absolutely. If you learned something from Alex, please subscribe to this channel. And now is the moment where you're going to learn how you can get to know Guest House better. So Alex, take a look at that camera right over there and tell the good people where they should go. <laughs> if you are selling a home or wanting to learn more about staging, go to guesthouseshop.com and then follow us on Instagram. Uh, Guest House Shop is our handle and we'd love to meet you.